Hey everyone, I'm Matt. And I'm Steven. And you're listening to Code Talk with Matt and Steven. Where we sit around chatting about code and stuff. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is Code Talk episode 17. Uh, typically we do this, this a, uh, we do a um, pre-recorded uh, roundtable discussion right before Upstate PHP every month. Uh, this year um, in Upstate South Carolina, we actually had a snowstorm last night or yesterday. Um, and typically what we do here is uh, down here is our snow will melt, then refreeze the next day and the next couple of days. So in the interest of safety and uh, uh, of actually attendance, you know, um, we went ahead and canceled this month. So instead we decided to invite whoever wanted to join us um, to kind of come in and do this live um, remote roundtable discussion. So we've got Matt Kuyar, obviously, and we are also joined by our would have been speaker tonight at Upstate PHP, Nathan Morgan, um, and then a community member uh, joining us from Nashville, Tennessee, should be popping on soon, uh, Matt Trask, because we'll welcome him when he comes on. But for now, we're going to go ahead and kick off the topic, which today, uh, what is it? Oh, we're going to do uh, pros and cons of remote work. And we we have time. We may segue into a few other topics as well. But um, yeah, Nathan, you know, uh, just so I real quick. I mean, I, you and I have known each other for a few years. But are you remote right now? Are you working contract remote in an office? Like, what are you up to? Um, I actually do work in an office occasionally, but I'm uh, majority remote. Um, I'm a full time freelance developer. Okay, cool. And uh, uh, both, both you guys are remote, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, um, I love waking up going like five feet to my office and then being ready. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, so let's, um, let me ask, let me start off by asking the question. We'll get the pros and cons, but, um, do you guys follow a strict schedule for remote work or do you keep it pretty flexible? For me, I follow a pretty strict schedule that can be flexible. So I'm 8.30 to 5.30. That's my, my daily that I try to, to keep to keep going. And that's mostly because I have a family and other responsibilities before and after work. So uh, if I can keep it 8.30 to 5.30, then I'm not spending late nights trying to, trying to make up time. So, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, we're joined by Matt Trask. He's done walking his dog. Presumably, he's got a bucket or basket or box or whatever of some hot chicken over off screen. No, I don't, um, I don't have any, actually. Surprisingly. All right. Well, um, had to get home for this. Matt, we, we, we settled on the topic of pros and cons of remote work. Um, oh, cool. Now, you, I know you've done some remote work, right? Are you currently remote or are you in an office? I'm in an office, but it's flexible. We can be remote if we have to. Um, you know, Nashville's been getting hit by snow lately, and that's not something we're used to. So uh, a lot of us have been going to turning into remote workers for the past couple of weeks. But usually we're a full-time office team. Okay, so that's um, – well, this will be good then. You'll be able to offer a, a different perspective as well, somebody who's remote but mostly sure. in an office. Yeah. Um, we were just chatting. Matt, Matt Kuyar here was talking about, uh, you know, having to keep a strict schedule. For me too, I like to keep a strict schedule. I've become more flexible 
Uh, I'm, I'm about to go into my finishing. Wait, started in 15. So my am, am I finishing my third year remote or am I going in? I'm going into my fourth year. So I'm about to finish Impressive. my third year full time remote. Um, but I've been to an office. Do what? Could you ever go back to an office? No, God, no. In fact, that's one of my requirements. If I ever leave this company, uh, remote is the only option. I can't go back. Really? Um, that's it gives me a lot of flexibility, but I have to, I still keep a main strict schedule. You know, I'm like eight to five um, with some, sometimes I'll take like a two hour lunch because my wife and daughter and I will go out, we'll do something or whatever. And then I'll make it up throughout the week or at night or do something like that. Sometimes I'll even start work early, but yeah, I can't go back to an office. See that that's where I, I, I started not to like remote was not having a clear separation of where work ends and where whatever I want to do starts because especially at my last remote company, I was using my personal laptop as the work laptop. So if I wanted to do open source or community stuff, it's the same laptop. So it's hard to differentiate between work and play being remote the entire time. That makes sense. I, um, I used to, I worked an office job before this one and we could do some stuff remote, but they gave us a laptop. We were an office, you know, pretty much they wanted a butts in the seat. Uh, but um, they, they gave us a laptop and I remember kind of having that same feeling. I was like, I had my home laptop, my per personal one. Then I had a professional laptop and I was like, I don't like, I, I hate having two computers. Right. And so I just started using work. The work laptop as my own. Um, and then I, I had it backed up and then I just pulled everything off when I left, you know, and, and wiped it. Which is no big deal. But uh, um, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I was going to say uh, I kind of e eased into remote work, and uh, Nathan and I used to work together at Fuel. Actually, Stephen and I right. used to work together at Fuel too. That's um, but yeah, so we started. We got on this big project, and we were kind of separate from the rest of the team, like at, at our company. So we started working a little bit more remote. Um, so we'd go in, we started with like two days a week, then three days a week, four days a week, then five days a week. And then it was, when we got to five days, it was more about coming in when we needed to meet as a group. Um, and I kind of eased into remote work, but I never really had a problem with it because I always, I've always done stuff at night or, you know, in the evenings and just around my spare time. So I always kept some sort of an office, some sort of a work area where I associated with working so then I could walk away, you know, when I walked away that I wouldn't be distracted. Do you know what I mean? While I'm in there. So that's, that's my workspace. Everything else is my, you know, my normal, normal life. So, um, but I think easing into it actually helped a lot um, for me at least. That uh, brings me to a question. Good question here is um, do you have a designated workspace at home? Like that's, do you separate your life? Like, here's my home office. Here's where I do all of my work, work. And when I close the door, that's no more work. I'm off the clock. Yep. That's exactly what I got. Yeah. So I walk out of my office and yeah, that's it. Um, Nathan, you work for yourself, man. You, you're, you're, like you said, you're full-time uh, freelancer, right? Do you have that kind of same setup or what do you do? No, unfortunately I don't have a designated work area, uh, which is why I do like, um, generally at least one day a week, I, uh, 
actually go to an office to get out of <laughs> of the area because uh, I, I definitely love working remote and it, it definitely provides a lot of flexibility but if yeah not having an a completely separate work environment does have its challenges sometimes yeah when i um i was i was working remote my office was a loft at the top of our stairs and and the second thing my wife told me or said to me um when after she told me she was pregnant we were going to have a kid um it was you have to build a wall and it was more so she didn't want to hear me, but it's been really good because I, Matt, Matt actually helped me build the wall. He came over one day, a couple of days, we helped, we helped me build it. So it's actually insulated interior wall. And so I've gotten a little bit of sound barrier, um, which really helps. And also my Bose noise canceling headphones really help. But it's good because I can separate my environments. I go to my office. I've got my own little heater. Uh, we, we, we gave ourselves a little home office budget. I got a nice rug. I've got a desk. I've got a little chair in the background that I use sometimes when I want to go laptop to concentrate. Um, and so we, we, you know, we decorated it a little bit. And so I've got my, my space. So when I come home or when I come to work, it is, it's like I have an office, but I don't have to commute. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you guys find that uh, you're less susceptible to uh, encountering a lot of distractions whenever you have um, a completely separate office? Um, for me, it's, it's more family related. So every once in a while, when my son's home from school, he's like, you know, yelling at me to say, to say, Hey, or show me something, but it's more, it's more rare and it's a good break. You know what I mean? So usually, yeah. you know, take 10 minutes out, go say hi, get a hug, see, you know, mm-hmm. see what company made and then, you know, come back downstairs and get, go to work. And so I'm fortunate that I actually have a basement. So my office is in the complete opposite side of the house in the basement. And I don't hear anything. I love quiet. I love to work in quiet. But <clears throat> I really don't get distracted because I, I force myself to, I have this, I force myself to stay in a strict schedule and I worked at an office long enough to know that I can do the 830 to 530 mm-hmm. or, you know, the 8 to you know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm used to it. And I just do it and, you know, it works. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm actually more of a distraction for my family. Yeah, I am. I'm the distraction. I'll go down and bother them. I mean, my mind, um, what, what is that term where you do like the two hour or 30 minutes or whatever? Or, yeah. So my mind just naturally functions that way. So I can concentrate in spurts. And then afterwards, I'm like, I gotta go do something. So I'll go downstairs and get a drink, or I'll get a little snack, or I'll go say hi, and then I come back and I'm like ready to go again. But like I know that my my family is a distraction at certain intervals. You know, like I know the times that my daughter goes down for a nap, my wife holds her for a nap. I know about the time when the nap will be over. They'll come knock on the door, they'll come in, they'll say hi, they'll do whatever for a few minutes. And that's it. And so really the distractions or the interruptions are mostly generated by me, which is nice because then I can dictate it. Yeah. Of, of when do I create my own disruptions? But one thing I hated working at an office, and especially God, the god awful open office floor plan, was that like you'd get the you know the 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 neighbor turning around like, hey man, like what's this? And I'm Matt I got that a lot from me, so I know that was me. But then you'd also get your <laughs> boss or your manager or the yeah. salesperson, somebody else from across the room, like 
come in and just wanting to interrupt you. And then like it, half the time it was that, you know, they'd be like, Hey, I can easily interrupt you. And I remember being so pissed off. Like, don't, don't <laughs> you see these things? Right. Like yeah. there's, there's a reason that I'm not answering you because I can't hear you. Like, why don't you come wave at me first? Wait a second. And then I'll take my headphones off. But then uh, if you didn't have headphones in the open office, right. Like, uh, it was, you were always distracted because everybody could hear everybody. You got sales calls, you've got all this other crap going on. And you're just like, I can't get any work done. So I like it. See, I, here. I, we, we have specific rules. We have like a, a pseudo um, open office. Like the developers are in, in their own room um, by ourselves, but we do have like an open office point. And we have like in our culture guide, asynchronous communication rules. Like if you're going to go bother somebody, for us slack or for the rest of the company g chat you know, like send them a message hey can i bother you real fast and then it's on the other person the person that uh is going to be asked the question yes or no so even you know we have that open office fund but we do when they found out a company or whenever they did try and put those kinds of protections in to keep the exact thing from happening um i guess like for the dev team we sit with our backs to each other so I always think of it like I'm in an office, but I'm pretty much on a remote team because if I want to talk to someone, the very first thing I do is I get on Slack and I message them. Um, so it's, it's a little weird in that way, but we really do try and keep like that whole, hey, can I bother you real fast? Or hey, turn around and show something. Like you know, we put Hacker News links in Slack instead. And if the conversation starts getting chatty enough, then we notice no one's actually working and we'll turn around and actually talk about it. You know, it's funny. I'm I'm actually the one who bothers my teammates at work. We're, we're asynchronous I first. That. I can see that. I can see David being like, no, shut up. Yeah, well, no, David's actually really good about it. Um, I'm always the one who, we're, we're asynchronous first, we're remote first, we're everybody, whatever. Um, I'm the guy, though, who doesn't want to, like, I like to talk things out, but I can't talk it out by typing it. So I'm, a lot of times I'm like, do you have five minutes for, like, a video chat? You know, and I think I probably I probably video jet more than anyone else on the team because of that. But um, I, I my, uh, my my coach Chris taught me something, and because he, he he got he's pissed off when I do it this way, so this is something I've learned. But because of that, grow you know the, you know being used to that open office environment, or even just that face to face, of you kind of like tap the shoulder, like hey man, you got a second? Pause, wait for the response, whatever. Well, with asynchronous communication that doesn't work well because then it creates this sense of like urgency of, you know, you're waiting and then like they're waiting. They're like, okay, well like now I feel the need to respond or like, you're like, Hey, do I, can I ask you a question? And then you like, wait for them to be like, yes, or now's not a good time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, all of a sudden then they're just like sitting there waiting. Like, Chris always gets on me about that. Cause he's like, just ask it. <laughs> and so now I've gotten into the habit of where I, I will say like, can I ask a question whatever? And then I'll, just you know, shift enter and then type this big long thing and then send all of that one. So that way, whoever I'm sending it to, you know, can get this big blob, you know, at once, read over, and then just get back whenever they can. But that took some effort in learning to do that. Yeah, I've encountered. Okay. I was gonna say I've encountered that many times when uh, somebody will will say, "Can I ask you a question?" instead of just asking the question. I much prefer just them going in and asking the question. Uh, and then yeah. I, I, if I don't have time right then, I can uh, come back to it a little bit later. 
I think some of it is the uh, the southern manners that you're raised with. Uh, you know, you want the permission first. We do. I think we do straightforward questions. I mean, if it can be done in a line or two, uh, it's a straightforward question in chat. And then if not, then you're like, can I get you for a second, you know, on video chat? And then you just wait until they have time and they're like, yeah, you know, it's like got a minute. And, you know, then we'll yeah, do a call and, and, you know, have that conversation screen share. Because usually if you're asking for a call, that means you're going to need a chunk of time. So, yeah, de definitely if it's something longer. Uh, having an actual chat would be better. Um, so, Nathan, you said you go into an office every once in a while, like once a week at least. Um, yeah. Matt, do you go to like a, a co-work place or a coffee shop or Matt Cuyo? Yeah. Um, no, I don't. I, I, um, I don't like noise, so coffee shop would drive me nuts because there's just things clanking and like people chatting, and I can't concentrate in that. And then I just I feel like I like complete quiet, and that's why remote work for me was great because at the office, especially in the open office, it was people you know selling stuff or you know just chit chatting, and you know that's like a that's it's great. That is nice and quiet here, but there is the 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 con uh, of being remote is that I feel like I'm way more of an introvert now than I was like <laughs> two years ago when I started being remote because you know I don't talk to anybody really. Like you don't have that conversation or the you know, or you go for drinks after work or you know stuff like that. That that doesn't happen, so you lose that. Um, so funny enough, that's why we. That's part of the reason why we started this podcast. Yeah. Well, that like yeah. that's why when I was working remote full time, I would actually go to coffee shops in order to get that social experience. Even though I didn't really want to talk to anybody, and I wanted to work, and I kept my headphones on the whole time. Um, you know, even just ordering coffee and talking to the barista or whatever, grabbing lunch and just talking to the bartender for a few minutes. You know, it was kind of like a, a refreshing little thing to do. That I liked a lot. So, you know, when I went, I was remote, I would try and do two days a week. I would go out and actually go to different coffee shops and restaurants around back then in Atlanta, just so I didn't feel like I was losing out because my team was in Nashville. So I was like the only one. Mm -hmm. The only person I'm getting drunk with is myself. I don't have any coworkers to so happy hour yeah. up with. <laughs> you know, so like that was, that was actually like the thing I didn't like most about remote was. There was no coworkers to go get lunch with. There was no coworkers to get drinks with after work immediately. For, I, I am, a, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a family first guy. So, you know, my wife's my best friend. She had, we've been best friends for over a decade. We've been together for 11 years. So like when I get off work, it's for me, it's cool. I get to spend more time with her because I don't have to commute. Now I have a kid. It's even better. Right. But even if I didn't have that, I might miss a little of that social interaction with other people. But I'm like very introverted. Like I, I'm, I, I love being remote because it means I don't have to see people. I don't have to go. Yeah. Um, we, I get out to work uh, outside of the home at almost every day for a few hours. I'm stuck at home, and the family's stuck at home. You know, we'll go out to lunch. We'll go to the mall. Um. You know, and uh, the family will look around or they'll shop or play in the little kids play area at the mall there or whatever. And I will plop down on one of the comfy chairs right outside of Starbucks 
um, in the middle of the hustle and bustle and I'll put my headphones on. And again, my manager, Chris, like, he's like, how do you, are you like, are you sure you're you know productive during those times? And I'm like, I'm actually more productive when I do that because I'm on a 13 inch screen, you know, which forces me to focus on one app at a time or whatever. There's no visual noise. Like I've got a notifications or all these other things going on my 27 inch monitor. So that eliminates all of the outside noise. And then everything that I can see in my peripheral vision is more visual noise. So it doesn't distract me actually. It actually just kind of helps me focus on what I'm trying to focus on because there's just people I care about. It's not a TV show. It's not something I want to pay attention to. So it's just kind of there. It's like white noise for my eyes. Man, sometimes I will be stuck on a problem at home. I'll be sitting here. I'm like, I'm just not in the mood. I can't get this. I can't force myself to get this done. Or I'm just, there's, I'm just like here with myself in my thoughts go somewhere in public, put my headphones on and I'm down on that small monitor. It's like, I can be more productive in two hours on that. Like at that, like the other six hours I am at home sometimes. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that happen. Uh, I've never tried it though. I've never tried to, to go somewhere and work. I don't know. I have to get distracted. I think I would. I had to make a promise to Chris though that, um, I will, I, no more uh, phone calls or meetings in a public place. <laughs> Can't divulge company secrets if you're not out in public, man. <laughs> it was more that no one else wanted to hear all the shit was going on that I couldn't hear. Uh, now, that, that to- was a problem we had, though, at Tandem, uh, because a few of us were coffee fiends, and we'd work at coffee shops for a, half a day or whatever, and um, you know, when we did our stand up or whatever we called it, um, one of us was always in a coffee shop and we'd always have to like mute them in like the minute they hopped on because we didn't want to hear all that noise. So that, that definitely is like a trade off to being out in public working remotely. I, I agree. Actually, that was one of the reasons why we went remote at my last job because we were always, we had some remote people on our team. So we were always on video calls and we couldn't do it with all the chatter in the background. So we'd have to, you know, nobody could hear each other and we were constantly, you know, on video chat at that point in time. So yeah, that was, that was always a problem for us too. Um, let me ask about one of the possible pros of, of remote work that I have not yet taken advantage of, but I wonder if you guys do. do you, you know, we talked about working outside of the home. You travel and work. I know Matt Trask is going to do this because this guy travels a good bit to talk conferences or go visit family or whatever. But Kuyar and, and Nathan, do you guys take advantage of being remote in that situation and go travel and enjoy other cities, other states, other countries, other whatever, and then work from those places? I had a job where I could actually really do that and I didn't take advantage of it while I was, well, I had that job, but I've always had this dream of actually spending a summer in Australia. That's what I want to do. Oh, that would be awesome. Just work, just have a normal, you know, normal routine, but just somewhere else for like, a, you know, for a summer. So that's what I want to do. I think we're going to try to do that in two years or so. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Then you got to pay the mortgage at home and stuff too, right? You still I know. So, yeah, I mean, that's something you definitely got to save up for, right? But I'm yeah, not going to Airbnb it now. You can just yeah. like, short-term yeah. rental your, your house out. Yeah, but I don't yeah. trust anybody. 
I don't either. I couldn't stay. Like, you know, it's extra income training, you know, that you could take advantage true. of. That's true. But, you uh, know, a funny story, you bring that up because my former boss, uh, who unceremoniously got fired from the company I'm actually uh, leaving from in two weeks. Hopefully they know he, about uh, that. Do what? So yeah, they, 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 uh, they found out today. It's good times. Um, so, you know, he got fired or whatever, and he talked to his wife about it, and he got a job working remotely for a company in Connecticut, and they bought an RV. And from, like, September to about Christmas, they drove up and down the East Coast. That's awesome. And he was just working from campsites and RV parks and everything. Um, and now, after Christmas, like right before Christmas, they went down to Alabama for his uh, to go to his mom's house. And now, I think the last place I saw him was Texas, and they're just they're going west, you know. So that like, if you can do that, you know, it's such a cool experience. You know, I did it with um, Tandem and Upstate PHP. You know, like the first time I came up there, um, I sat in the co-working space and hung out all day. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. And worked. And then the second time I sat in two or three different coffee shops, I kind of just rotated around based on who was cutting off my Wi-Fi access and who was giving me Wi-Fi access. Nathan, what about you, man? You do any traveling and taking advantage of this? Yeah, since uh, a little bit, since going full-time remote, I have uh, traveled a little bit more. Um, as far as the aspect of uh, working, when I travel, I obviously have uh, done that. Some we've got projects that need to, need to make sure they get done, but I don't know. I, I kind of have mixed feelings on that. I kind of see anytime I travel, I, I really want to work hard before I go to kind of preserve that time. So I'm not forced to work while I'm there. Yeah. That's a good point. But I guess, you know, most of your travels are probably vacation, so you're off for a week, maybe two. Yeah, yeah, or like a long weekend or something like that. Yeah, but instead of like, yeah, but if, if you were going to say, hey, like like what Matt Trask was talking about, you're, you're taking a you know, cross-country trip, you, know, you could do yeah. that, I guess. I mean, I think that's the beauty of what we yeah, do with definitely. being remote is that I'm not required to sit at my desk. I'm just required to do my job and yeah. to do my job, you know, the best I can. So as long as... I think as long as you know my employer's happy and I'm happy, then yeah. So we're right. actually um, we're gonna actually have this guy on um, in May, I believe, and we're gonna discuss remote work a little more with him. But uh, buddy, man, I work with Mihal is um, he he and his wife I think are currently halfway through a two year stint as nomads, um, and so he has. He has lived, they spent, they're traveling all around the world and they're spending a few months here and there. Um, they spent a few months in, in Southeast Asia. Um, you know, they did like, I know they did Thailand for a few months. They did Japan for a few months. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember where else they've been, they, but now they're kind of doing a, a, a first half tour of uh, America. So they did uh, Hawaii. He's, I think he went to uh, New York for a while. He was there over New Year's. Now he's out west in, in Colorado, visiting in our, our Colorado office out there. Um, and so he, he, he's, he's done all this stuff, and he's just making his schedule work to where, you know, he gets up, he does a little work in the morning, but then he takes a chunk of his day, and his wife can do whatever. Like right now, like he's out like snowboarding during the day or whatever, right? 
And then he'll come back to work and at night and do the rest of his shift at night. And I'm like, that's awesome. That is a great benefit. It means you can like live life. You're not bound by these walls and these arbitrary hours and these, these constructs created by man, you know, like you get to live your life, but still do the work that you have to do and still get paid. And so like, I'm excited to have him on in a few months and talk about this, but that's because that's something I would, I would love to do. Maybe not to the extent that he's doing it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think if I had if I had gotten this job two months before I did, uh, which is when I signed the the papers to get a mortgage, uh, I might have considered maybe moving or traveling and not actually getting a mortgage at the time. So there are some cool perks. I think there. I think in my opinion, there are a lot more pros than there are cons to working remotely. I agree. Do you guys agree? I agree. Uh, yeah. Agree. Um, I was gonna say, especially if you're an extroverted personality, if you, if you have that, you know, like I am not a Twitter person, of course, because uh, Stephen knows that, or, you know, I'm not a social media person. So, um, you know, so it's hard for me. So like, you know, if I don't get, you know, I, I get to hang out with friends and things like that. But, you know, I think if I was probably a little bit better at social media and having conversations through there, I'd, I'd probably be okay. So I just, like I said, I wish there was more, I wish there was a way to, to have have that, you know, but. Well, that's think, why you get the uh, the meetups, right? You come to yeah, PHP, you can yeah. go to meetups, you know, they give you some of the like-minded, you know, individuals, even some coworkers in that instance, but um, yeah. I wouldn't trade remote work for, for anything though. I love it. It's, it's yeah, same here. There's no way I can yeah. go back at this point. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a very hard transition though for me. Maybe it's just my personality where I can be extroverted when I have to be and be introverted. When well, I need the to kind be, of personality just kind of goes along with the flow, anyways. You're you're very chill in that. Yeah, I mean, as, as long as I can wear flip flops, I really don't care. That is your thing. Yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, and fortunately, this job and the job I'm going to both have said perfectly fine. Flip flops are cool. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't really that hard to. Um, Transition back. It was it was a little different at first, but once you realize like your boss doesn't care as long as you're getting your work done, then you know if I have a doctor's appointment or if I need to go run an errand, I just go run it real fast. I come back, I sit back down, I do my work, and then I leave at five o'clock or whatever. You know, it's the same thing as working remote. Just the only difference is I have people to go to lunch with, and that's. That is one thing I, I do really like about having an office is, you know, go have lunch, go have beers, hang out, you know, and, you, and it also lets you socialize with other parts of the business, you know, so um, at least with our company, like we're, very, we're a very tech first company selling software. So, you know, like if, if there's a fire or something, you're like, we really want to check if this hotfix works, you know, rather than like asynchronously communicating and waiting for that person to wake up and get online if they're in a different time zone, they're one floor above us. We just hop up there and say, hey, refresh your page. So, yeah, I mean, but I also do miss the amount of money I would save working remotely from not always going out to eat, going out and get coffee or driving, anything like that. I mean, the perks are definitely there. Yeah. Um, well, Gemma, we're, uh, we are out of time, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close this out with one last uh, statement. And I think it is, for me, the biggest con of remote work. And I think right now, especially you three will agree, uh, no more snow days. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, office. Make it into work, but yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I, I I just, you have a laptop. Yeah. I mean, they, they gave us laptops, so even we don't get to weasel our way out of yeah. snow days. So yeah. If you work in an office, yeah, request request the desktop. Yeah. yeah that exactly. way you can never take your work home with you. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> Guys, thanks for joining us. This has been a good, fun uh, talk. Sorry we couldn't do it in person, but it was good that we were able to do this because we were finally able to get Matt to join us. Thanks yeah. for joining us, Matt. Absolutely. Um, thanks for joining us, Nathan. Nathan. Of course, yeah. We appreciate well, it, man. And uh, we look forward definitely. to your talk next month. Definitely. Look forward to giving it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. This has been Code Talk with Matt, Steven, Nathan, and another Matt. Check us out on Twitter. We're at Code Talk Podcast or online, codetalk.simplecast.fm. We'll see you next time. <laughs>